Welcome back to the Cash's Corner, uh, December 2013 edition. We're your hosts, Zor and River Slippery. And uh, we are here for the last, very last day of the year, actually. Yeah, we left us right to the end. <laughs> right to the very, very end. So uh, well, It'll be a gift in the new year for people who like listening. <laughs> yeah, true enough. Uh, so hopefully you've had a, a good holiday season, whether it's Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever it is you do, <laughs> if you do anything at all. I, uh, on a side note, talking about Christmas, I, I was on Reddit and I followed the geocaching subreddit. And it was a fellow that was so excited that his girlfriend gave him all geocaching related stuff for Christmas. She <laughs> nice. bought tote, Rubbermaid totes yeah. and filled them with ammo cans and notebooks and pens <laughs> and swag. She bought him coins. And he said, this is the best girlfriend ever. <laughs> and she bought him geo, all geocaching stuff under the nice. tree. I got, obviously, he's fairly new. Yes. I got, I got, I think, well, I always put on my, when Kamara asked me for anything for Christmas, I'm like, oh, you can get me some geocaching stuff. So she, I got like three lock and locks with some notepads and some trinkets and stuff. So it'll go in my other... I have a, a tub with yeah. all my tradables and stuff and my ca- containers I have left. So whenever I decide to finally actually go out and hide some, I'll have a few more containers. So, yeah. um, news. Not much in the way of news. Um, I went on the geocaching forums today to look through the release notes to see if there'd been anything that was of note within the last few months. And there's nothing on there that seemed overly interesting. No. Website seems pretty much the same as... Of course, I went through the forum last night myself, just looking for little things, and I come up with something to talk to. Yes, yes, we're going to come to that. Um, So just a couple of little things, not really news, just uh, so the two winner contests are in full swing now. Uh, Atlantic Battle Cash, run by uh, Chuck from PhD Coins. Uh, That's been uh, going on since December, I believe. Uh, I know Jim52 just mentioned it the other day that he uh, he filled his grid. He's done. He should go make himself another account and just fill another one. Except two accounts. He, he really is into that, into that, uh, into the battle cash. Seems like that's a, that's a pretty popular one. As well as uh, come out and play. Yeah. Which is another popular one here in New Brunswick. Uh, been seeing a lot of claims come through. I don't go into the claim system, but I we have it on the ticker. All the yeah, little claims yeah. coming in on the ticker. I get the feed. The, the Twitter. Oh yeah. When it comes yeah. through Twitter. Yeah. So I uh, I've been watching those come through. Um, I haven't I haven't gone through to see how many claims there were or anything like that, but uh, there haven't been that many hiccups. So, and I know there's a whole pile of caches that have been published recently because of the contest. Because yes, well, yeah. when we talk about caches being hidden, I'll talk a little bit about that. Um, but it's good to see people, you know, participating. It's, it's nice having more than just come out and play. You know, this is second year for Battle Cache, so it's nice to see a little bit of a balance because some people are 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 not so much into battle cash. They want to do count and play and vice versa. The others that don't like to do cope, so they, they do battle cash. So I don't do either, but I enjoy watching people get excited about it. Yeah, it but is. I do like seeing people that really like it. Yeah, and there seems to be there seems to be a lot of, especially like with the battle cash, there's less planning involved. You can just go out and see what you hit, uh, yeah. which is kind of is, is nice in that regards. And then when they come out and play, you kind of you strategize and plot where you're going. I sat down one day at work. I, was, I had a few days of... Uh, of low time, so I'm like going through. I'm like, I wonder if I could do all 20 tasks in a single day. This was oh. before we got all the snow. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I could do this one and this one and this one, and then all the snow came. Like, yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. That would be a challenge. <laughs> 20 tasks in one day. Yeah, I thought that you know, get up really early, and because there's like what you know, uh, find or high t- 10 or 20 micros or something like that, and there's a kid cache and a whole bunch of really easy ones. Because I you usually, can't use one cache for more than one. No, you can't. So that really adds up quickly. 
Yeah, so you'd end up doing like 50 or 60 caches in a day to be able to try and do all all 20, but some of them were uh, something to do. Yeah, it would be very, very interesting. There was, a, there was somebody on the, on the forum that asked a question um, if he could uh, do the Delorum in his state where you get all the counties. Yeah. And someone said, is it possible to do Delorum in, in my state? And I said, how fast can you drive? <laughs> you know, it, it really is. I mean, yeah. yeah, it might be possible, but depending, you know, New Brunswick, you could easily do each each county yeah, in, in a day. It but, wouldn't it wouldn't be that hard just do a big circle. Yeah, but, uh, but something like Texas. <laughs> exactly. I think he was in Georgia. I think well, it may have Georgia. That's a fair. It depends how big the states are. Yeah, there. yeah, it's true. Yeah, if, if you're in the counties, I should say. If counties. you're in uh, if you're in Rhode Island, it's probably not a problem. <laughs> or, yeah, twenty three. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. Um, and the only other little piece of news I had was, uh, and I, I, I mentioned this in a previous podcast about us kind of uh, coordinating with a couple of the other uh, geocaching associations out there. Um, yesterday, yesterday, the day before, I uh, released our first shared plugin for fellow, like under our little GeoConnect program that is yeah. trying to get going a little bit. So uh, Roy from the from COG, Central Ontario Geocachers, and John Robb from the OGA, Ontario Geocaching Association. I sent them the code for a plugin uh, that we're going to share and kind of work on. Uh, you know, they can test it out. It's for the calendar. So when you're on Cash Up New Brunswick and you look at the calendar and all the events, uh, you may or may not have known that, but we actually have had to populate that manually. Every time a new event comes out, we add it in, and it's not a big deal. But, you know, when you get a lot of events and between you and I being busy and other people being busy, it's it, sometimes things get missed. So I, uh, I wrote a plugin that will pull that from a pocket query. So we have a pocket query that runs every day. And uh, anytime there's a new event, it automatically gets published because I noticed this morning it auto-published three more because I get three more beeps on my phone from Twitter. I, I saw that as well. And I'm like, okay. And, but they were repeated events. They were events that I had already been published yesterday. Yeah. And I'm like, well, why did it do that? And there's a, the code looks up, the, the, the plugin looks up the GC code in the database. And right. if it finds the code, it doesn't, it doesn't create the event because it's already been created. Well, three of the events, when I ran it yesterday, it created all of them. And I ended up deleting three of them because there were some duplicates. And when I deleted okay. the three duplicates, I deleted the ones that the plugin created, not the ones that okay. I created. And so it thought they were new events, and that's why. Well, eventually, once all the ones you created are out of the system, yeah, it's flush. It yeah, it work. should it should be okay now. Yeah. Like there shouldn't be. Any I noticed it this morning. <laughs> so on Twitter, yeah. But yeah, hopefully we'll be. Uh, we won't have to do that anymore with the pocket query. We'll just do it for us, and it'll populate. It puts in the code. It puts in the name and who the time. Uh, let me tell you, trying to get the time out of that was not easy because there's no the date of when an event is. There's a field that says placed date. But the time is in the description. You could write the time in 20 different ways when you're writing out a description. So uh, I went on Google and I had to figure out a way to, to be able to look through text specifically to find a, a time. And uh, yeah, it's, is that something we can, if people were interested, that we could push uh, the, the, these events things to people in like a, in an email or something where they sign up and once a week they get an email from Cash Up mm. with the events. Something That's, that we people can sign up and we push it to them. So every week they get an email saying, "Here's the, the yeah, events." that's not a bad idea. Uh, I don't know if I, some people might want it. Some people, mm, some that people way, wouldn't. But it's it's a push thing that they sign up for. Yeah. So maybe like on their profile, you can say receive event listing. Well, exactly. Whenever whenever you sign up on a, on a website, you can say especially uh, stores and stuff. 
Do you want to receive notifications yeah. about sales mm. and different promotions that are coming yeah. up? Yeah. Do you want to receive push a, a, a weekly email or every two weeks or whatever of all the events that are that are happening in yeah. New Brunswick? Mm. That's not a bad idea. It's something to think of. It's another. Yeah. I don't know how much work it would do. I, I actually don't think that would be hard at all because you can just you literally could have it just go through the list and say here create a little email and send it yeah. off. Just an idea if somebody mm. is interested because yeah. I uh, I don't really go looking at. Uh, the events a whole lot. I rely on my calendar because I sign up to the to Cash of MB calendar on my phone. Oh, okay. So they're pushed to me already on my calendar, but some people might not use that. Yeah. Probably a lot of people don't use it. Yeah, that. it's true. But if anybody wanted to sign up to, uh, and maybe that's something we could bring up on the site too, remind people that they can subscribe to our calendar. Subscribe to the calendar and that and way. Get you, it on your, you can get it on an Android or iPhone or, or I'm sure Windows as well. Just a, a Google calendar, your iCal, and, uh, and get it pushed to your phone automatically. Because my wife and I share a calendar. We have the identical phone. Oh, okay. So she's, because she's signing up to mine, gets all the things. <laughs> I don't know the geocaching events are happening, too. She laughs. <laughs> so, you know, just some ideas. Yeah. You know, yeah kind of... If anyone's interested in, in a push. Because it would be, because I know that, like, like myself, I get the, uh, I signed up for the geocaching.com newsletter. So I get that once a week, and it's usually yes. like, you know, they have little little stories. Thursdays or something. something. Yeah, and you get it. Lists all the the yep. events and the megas and this kind of thing that's coming up. And every once in a while, there's something interesting in there. Um, but, you know, for people that they just want to know, hey, what's going on in New Brunswick, we could we could do uh, something like that. Yeah, that's something to think about for sure. We're always looking for new little things to add. Yes. To improve yes. it. Yes. Any ideas you have, send them our way. You know, comment on the podcast. Let us know. Uh, recent events and caches. So couple of them breakfast as always in yep. fact breakfast here in Moncton was just on Sunday and I didn't even realize it forgot it I actually went to I went to one it was a little while ago I went to breakfast. Oh, oh for the uh the day they had to come out and play was the same day they had to come out and play I went to the breakfast to that because there was a guy from uh Germany that he emailed that's me right yes and wanted to and uh, he ended up coming to the event uh, that evening yeah well. yeah he came to both yeah, yeah. And he, he was really excited because he uh, he got a lanyard he won a lanyard yeah, as a, as right. a little door prize um, yeah so that was the uh, that was the cope launch because there's all kinds of come yeah. out and play launch yes right. Polly hosted the cope yeah well, and that was a big event lots of people turned out for that which was uh, yeah we filled that back room in the restaurant again yeah that's uh, that's working pretty I know I, I popped in for the uh, just before I went on my trip to Jordan, we went. I popped in for like two minutes to Cable Guys event, the space event. He had a space event. They had all those space events that were going on because you could get the space souvenir. I, I yeah okay. I think I went to that. Yeah, was that at Five Ridges as well. Yeah, that one was. Yeah, the night I definitely went. Yeah, because I was I was in shook Tom's head and said I can't stay. I'm at, I got to pack for my trip, but I wanted to come in and say hi. Well, that, that, I think that was the event that they were selling the uh, Kiss My Cancer geocoins. Oh, move, maybe move yeah. the rest of them. Um, I forgot his name now, but he came. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That one was very busy. Yes, I remember. I was like an hour waiting for my food. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah was that crazy. was a that was a big because I couldn't believe how many people were there. But it was yeah. I got a free order of wings because they made me wait so long. Oh, really? Wow. Um, you had oh. your uh, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8 event. <laughs> yeah, about I don't know, about fifteen people came out. It was nice. Uh, Ron uh, five six eight came. Haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, right? and you know, a few, a few uh, new faces were there. That was that was yeah. There was a nice to just have a coffee. It was all it was other people who are retired or have a, <laughs> have a, a job where they can skip out for a couple hours. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I, I worked from home that morning. Yes, and right. then I had a call. I think because I, I couldn't 
I don't know if it was early in the morning or later that day, but I couldn't had like a little window of time to go yeah. out and say howdy. Um, I saw the Fredericton crew had their uh, their ugly Christmas sweater. Yeah, they had a good crowd of them, lots 15, of 20 people. Yeah, I saw all, saw all the pictures on Facebook. Those are pretty awesome. Yeah, very, very cool. Um, <laughs> and I had listed and, and <laughs> yes. had my, my Christmas buffet dinner. Um, at the China House here in Moncton, and I wasn't able to attend. So the first time in like six or seven years, however long I've been geocaching, I listed an event and I couldn't attend it because after turning 40 years old, I caught the damn chicken pox. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> not funny for you, but funny funny. Oh, it was not fun. Um, so anybody that was at that event and was kind of wondering, because I said, I, I asked Mom Pa to be the host for me. Yeah. Uh, that when I said, well, I'm, I have a severe illness is all I said to, to them in the email. And a lot of the logs said, you know, hope you're feeling better, et cetera, et cetera. So that's anybody that's listening. That's what it was. My son caught the caught chicken pox probably about four weeks ago, and I never had it as a kid. I, I somehow I just escaped it, and he got it, and I knew it was going to land on the week that I was on the road. And uh, sure enough, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday at three o'clock in the morning, I'm in bed, and I can start to feel the flu symptoms. Oh. And by Friday. I was Zit City. So. So your mom should have brought you to a box party. Did you hear about them? Yes, people I heard. Bring, about, people well, bring their kids on purpose well, to get it's, it? it's funny you'd say that because I'm, I'm, I got home from my trip, and I'm laying in bed, and I was miserable. I felt awful for about three days, like after being on the road and just laying in bed. So I, I said to my wife, I said, no, I'm going to sit here, and I'm going to watch the uh, South Park Chicken Pox episode. And she's like, what? And I said, yeah, I said they had this whole episode where what, uh, Kenny gets a chicken pox, so all the moms get together and send all the kids to Kenny's house yeah. so they'll all catch the chicken pox. We won't go into it in more detail. <laughs> <with the curtain. laughs> yeah. So. So, anyway, so yeah, if you, if you know, it was kind of funny and Tamara was laughing because, you know, here I am yeah. completely covered and I'm finally feeling much better now and not contagious, but it was, it was pretty bad. I was not in good shape. That <laughs> That's funny. You talk about not going to your event because it comes up every six months on the forum or someone says, is it okay to log your, own event is attended. Yeah. They said, you went, you attended. I, 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 I logged mine. I yeah. attended. Yeah. I'm, I attended. Just because I'm the one that hosted doesn't mean I didn't go. Yeah. But you actually didn't go. No, that's... So that does happen. Yeah, it does. It's not... I've I mean, seen that. It's probably the second time I've seen a host at the last minute. I think Zonker had one he couldn't attend to. And I think... Um, uh, what was his name? Well, the... the, the, the the, the MGA the practices, shit. they never... They never <laughs> so. um, but what I was going to say, I think... Uh, it was Jim 52 had a flash mob, I think, at Mapleton Park, and he couldn't go, and uh, there it is. Or it was yeah. backwards. One of them, yeah. one of them couldn't. They, they were hosting, and they couldn't Something be there, wrong. so somebody else picked it up. And that's – I thought about archiving the event. I was going to just pull the plug completely. I'm like, well, it was nasty that night, too. It was it was hit and miss. Yeah. Like, for some yeah. people, they didn't want to go out. Um, so, anyway, I just – I uh, I let it go. Yeah. Um. So some new caches. A lot of people have been hiding caches for both Battle Cache and for uh, for Come Out and Play. So I, I went through the list all the way back to uh, late November. Uh, Cable Guy's got a whole bunch of new ones. Jim52, which I hadn't seen a lot of hides from him for a while, but he hit a whole pile for Battle Cache. Yeah, he hasn't been hiding much. Now I think he's he wants to hide again. I think he enjoys that part too. That's good. Uh, we were talking about this yesterday. Yeah. So Grey Beast hit a whole pile. I mean, we always mention him on this podcast, but I put it on the show notes this time. He's a bit, as of this morning when I looked it up, he has nine hundred forty-four hides. Wow, that is how many hides a Grey Beast has. So. And those are all caches. I don't know if he's ever. He may have hosted an event or two. I'm not sure, but this is probably all mostly traditional. I just looked at 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 hides yeah. and the total hides. Yeah. So that's nine hundred forty-four. That probably that does not include caches that have been archived. Like there's so 
if if there have been archived, it would be less than that, I should say. Um, but that's 944. No, when I look at my hide finds, it shows me everything I've ever hidden. Yeah, that, that's what I mean, though. So out of those 944, some may some have been, may have been, archived. Okay, may have yes, been yes. archived. Um but he still I'm, hasn't caught Irvin, Irvin D or Irvin. Oh, the guy down in yeah, Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. He's well over a thousand. That's a lot of caches. But uh, and he's hit a lot of the back roads, sort of like what Grey Beast is doing up north. Yeah, and I mean, Grey Beast, because of all the hiding, he's kind of really brought. We, well, we were talking about that. He's yeah, really he, brought he's the cache. Resurgence yeah. up north, as we can see by Indian B, who I believe is up north. As yes, well. Indian B, uh, Geodimeter, Mont Pa hit a whole bunch. They did. Yeah. They redid their Skadoop Trail. You had a few more micro logic. <laughs> I found one. Oh, did you? I, found one. I, I went, haven't found a micro logic in years. I was with Incepit, and he was going out. He goes, I'm going to stop. And we DNF'd one, which I didn't DNF. And um, and then we we found one that I lost. <laughs> uh, CC Trackers, Baladan had hit a bunch. Tiger Tracker did a whole pile in That's uh, right. Yeah, all part of the uh, come out and play. Come out and play. Uh, Stepnath and Hops the Cat. So there's a you know yeah. a, a good pile of geocaches. Hops the Cat is, I think, uh, hiding 99 caches in St. John. I think that's the goal. Oh, is it? I think they're not, uh, he, she, I'm not sure. <laughs> is is uh, his goal is to have 99 caches okay. in the St. John area? Really? Yeah. So that's good. That is good. Yeah. It's, it's always good to see uh, to see lots. And like, St. John. Man, I hate caching there just because the city is so hard to draw some <laughs> in some places. It's uh, not not the easiest place to get around. It's not that bad, but yeah, it could be way worse. Yeah. So. so, monthly topic. So, it is the end of the year. So I thought we could uh, have a little chat about you know uh, a year in review. So I put a few things down here, but that's not, we can don't have to talk about just those. We can basically talk about anything that's gone on this year. Um, so a year in geocaching. So things that happened. Um, the, the first thing that came to mind, well, I mean, we had, for Cash Up anyway, we had our our, <laughs> our first event of the year would have been Fundy. Yeah, first big one. That was the first uh, first big. This I think this year was the most, the shortest amount of planning time. Yeah. And, and it went off incredibly well. I think we also, because of the park's cutbacks, yes. we really started late. We were worried. We almost said no. Yeah, that's true. I them. forgot about that. And then they scrambled and managed to get the coin in time, and we got down to hide the caches and uh, and get the event, and it went off really well. Well over two hundred people again, I believe. Yeah, it was like two. We didn't yeah. not. I don't think we so, hit two fifty. It was like two thirty yeah. or two twenty. Still, I mean. So, uh, good news this year is uh, my contact is I got a contract and is working all winter. So uh, Pat, I'll be able to contact him. So I'll be contacting him good and early to get the ball rolling. Good. Find out what's going on, and they definitely want to do it again. There's no question about it. Yeah. We're well, going to go with the same format. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's it's a popular program. People like coming out there. They like the weekend launch in May. It's, the park loves partnerships, and they love our partnership because we have both have the same goal. Yeah. It's just to get people in the park. We, go, we don't get no benefit from this other than that we provide this service. But the park just loves it, so. Yeah, it will be going again this year, and it will be Saturday for the yeah. year, for the main yeah. event and Sunday breakfast Sunday. again. Yeah, that worked really well. I really like the the the, uh, the breakfast idea. Because people, you can get there Friday and stay right till Monday if you want. Yeah, make it nice. Kind make of encourages to spend the weekend there, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and I like people to spend the weekend because even after and outside the events, a lot of the groups got together. People went at campsites and had mm. campfires, and then, yeah, you know, the orienteering group will probably be there again. So there's another option if you're looking for something to do. So it's, I'm, I'm 
looking forward to Friday. It's my yeah. Favorite. Yeah. So that uh, that should be good. Um, and we still have the capturing the bay contest, which we're gonna yes, we're gonna push that a little bit more this spring to get people out because there's still seventy coins available for that, and that's that's a little more driving, a little more money, but it's well worth it. It's a really nice, the best coin, my favorite coin. Oh, the coin is beautiful, and uh, and there's nothing wrong with going out and visiting these these places in New Brunswick and, and spend a little money, a little bit of time. Yeah, that's the uh, so for anybody that's not familiar with the capturing the bay, it's uh, it's eight caches, right? Yes. There's eight in total, so there's there's eight caches, two in per the, location, so there's yeah. four places you go to visit. Funded Trailway, down in St. Martin's, uh, then Cape and Rage, Opal Rocks, and Funded National Park. You have to go and find the two caches and take a picture of the location and go back to the visitor center or whatever is indicated on, on the cache page. They will verify that you took the two pictures and that you were there. They stamp your passport. It is a passport. And then when you're done... You leave the passport wherever you may be at, at their location and tell them to mail it to Fundy Park, okay. the guild, or, or, or somewhere. There's, they should have the information, and then you will get your coin in the mail, and it doesn't take long. A, a couple of weeks, you'll have your coin. Yeah. So and I highly recommend it. It's a great trip. And it's the, the coin is beautiful. It's, it's a larger coin. It's a rectangular-style coin. It's not yeah. a, a circle coin. And a really, really nice. Uh, we got a lot of really positive feedback on that program. Um, so well, from the cashers and from the, the, yeah. the people hosting this. Yeah, very, very happy. Really enjoyed it. it. Um, but we, we're kind of looking at uh, 2014 will probably be the last year for that. Until the coins run Until out. Until the coins run out. But I mean, I, I, I think it's a one-off event. Yeah, I don't, don't anticipate uh, another program like that. Um, I mean, if they turn around and said, you know, well, hey, we have this other idea, we can we can entertain it at that time. Yeah. But as far as this particular program, it's uh, and we've been lucky two years and not have to travel doing the maintenance. Very thankfully, lucky. the people, uh, funded, uh, uh, funded park uh, rocks, the rocks has been the only one that's had any issues. And thankfully, we have a very good contact <laughs> there who's been handling everything for us there. So that's great. Yeah, it certainly makes it. We'll uh, we'll, we'll put some more stuff out. Come May, we'll start promoting yeah. it, and we'll push it at Fun Day. Maybe have a little bit of advertising about it. Fun Day. Yeah, like a pan promoter or something. Yeah. Say, hey, go out and do yeah. that. Cool. Um, other thing went on this year was a really, really big deal. Was uh, the big mega event, Maritime Mega Two? That yeah, was okay. It was. Uh, it was okay. It was okay. I went was there. <laughs> um, nice way to pass oh. pass the uh, day. The uh, the folks involved, uh, the committee, and uh, like Tree Hugger and Milo's Heart and. and uh, Mad Puck and all of them, uh, you know, big big hats off to them. I think they, I think they did a really fantastic job with that event. Well, and, and hats off to us too, because I think the the website that was done for it, yes, that's true, was, was was a good website and it worked well, and it took a lot of pressure off of them. Well, yeah, the, you know, organizing and, and keeping track of who bought what and stuff, it really yeah. worked well. So you will see, and and you and I did. I, Pat on our own back. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I, I, I don't tend to think about the stuff we do. It just tends to yeah, stick in the back of my mind. But so, yeah, it is it is true. Yeah. We, yeah. I mean we spent we spent a considerable amount of time fine tuning that and, and attending some meetings and getting feedback and and that kind of thing. So uh, And it didn't look like all the other no, mega site. No, it didn't. You know, it, it was, it very was different. And and Evil C was very adamant that he didn't want it to look like a I won't say it, but he didn't want it to look <laughs> bad. And and I think it looked very nice. I think one of the things that you know where where Cash Up was sort of the sponsor on that side, and we were the ones that delivered yeah. it. I think it spoke to our sort of mandate of not being like everybody else. 
I mean, exactly. we, we've been like that all along since we began. Yeah. That we don't want to be just like another cookie cutter forum site. Forum site. So yeah. this was another exactly. way to uh, to do that. So uh, so yeah, it's it's it went off really good. The event was fantastic. The weather cooperated till the very very end. Location, <laughs> location was it was a great location. A great location. We spent most of it inside, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I wandered the grounds for the uh, the where I go presentation when we wandered the. Uh, Yes, outside. Right. I got to, to basically do a loop, a little lap around the building. That was about it. And it's more than just the, the geocaching. I got to spend time with uh, Nemo Dida, him and his wife, and yeah. we, you know, and, and other people. And you know, outside, I got yeah. to I got to visit the Lunar Rogue, which is an awesome whiskey mm. bar. Which, yeah, you know, I love that. people know that. So it, there's more to it than just the caching. Take in everything that's going on. So if there's you know another mega coming up, yeah, you know, there's going to be more than just there's going to be always the people that are all about the caching. Yeah. There's going to be, there has to be stuff that, you know, is outside of caching. Cause some people say, okay, I did a couple hours of caching. I, I don't want to spend all day. I'm going to make a, some time. You bring your spouse, you bring your family with you. You yeah. don't want to cache all the time. No, no. And you gotta, you want to be able to have things that, that everybody yeah. can do. And, they, and that was provided it. there. There was, there was some, some, you know, some information about the city and what, what else you could yeah. do and go here. And it was, you know, the, the, if it was the canoeing event or if it was the picture, it wasn't yeah. a picture contest of some sort. I didn't get to do everything because I was, you know, busy doing everything else. else. Yeah. <laughs> but that's fine because I really enjoy that part of it. So, yeah. yeah, we had a, we, and we had a good, uh, we had a really interesting podcast with the Love reviewer. The podcast. That is my favorite part. <laughs> and I couldn't have asked for better. I mean, to have the reviewers there and how, oh, that was and how good they were. They were fantastic. Yeah. I mean, hats off to all yeah. of them on Again, that. they're real people. Uh, and I'm still in contact with two or three of them. Yeah, me you too. Know. Yeah, like I have a couple of them on Facebook, Facebook yeah, now. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, it was it was really nice to finally be able to all those sort of questions in the back of your mind. You're like, well, how does this work and how does that work? And it's like, okay, well, here's here's how it really is, and and all of the sort of myths debunked about yeah. reviewing that, that that they actually enjoy reviewing. Yeah, yeah. And they true. love a challenge just like we do. They love to see a, a, a neat puzzle cache. They love to see cool multis. You know. Yeah. And, you know, the cash drone talking about what he really liked. And, you know, he's so different than how I pictured him. Uh, you know? <laughs> Very much so. And, yes, and, absolutely. Uh, and, and stuff. And, and oh, knowing that you're not, you think you might be a pain in the butt cash tech and cash agent when you're asking. But that's what they want to do. They want to be asked questions. Yeah. They want they want a challenge just yeah. like we do. Yeah, they yeah. do. I thought it was quite funny when we asked the question about, um, you know, being a cash reviewer. Yeah. Have you ever submitted a cash? And that you know, and yeah. and then have it rejected, yeah. and you're like, but you're a reviewer, shouldn't you know better? And then uh, uh, Roy and Castron got into yeah. the conversation. <laughs> they, they had done it to each other. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. I thought yeah. it was really Review, really funny. Being a reviewer, too, I was reading something on the forum. I think it's Keystone. He's uh, very popular on the forums. He went out and found a cache under his pub. He has fifty two hundred finds on his his private. Oh, his regular his personal account. regular playing yeah. account. And he went and he found a cache, and he didn't like the way it was. And it, somebody had screwed something into a tree, like a hook or a hook, okay. into a tree, and that's a no-no in geocaching. They said they don't don't do anything like that to a tree. So he went and he found it, and then he put in his log says, "I logged this fine, but I have a problem with it. Stand by." <laughs> and then five minutes later, his reviewer account logged on, <laughs> disabled it, and says, "Please go and remove this hook from the tree, <laughs> and then I will re-enable it. Let me know. I will check back in a month to see that you've done it." Nice. So, you know, he wasn't going out. He was going out as himself. But when he saw something, he says, I I have to say something because I just logged that cash as a fine. Yeah. And I have to say something <laughs> because I found it. 
Yeah. So, you know, sometimes that happens too, right? That's that's pretty funny. You think, you know, and we see that a lot, cup hooks in trees. I know that there's people around here, I won't mention names, mm-hmm. that use them. You know, they're, they're good because it forces you to put the cash back on the yeah, hook. Yeah, that is true. And instead of the wrong tree, the wrong branch or anything like that. And it doesn't, it's probably not hurting the trees, but it's just one of those things that Groundspeak doesn't want to be yeah. involved with. Well, they don't want to be on the hook, pardon the pun. <laughs> yeah. For, you, if somebody could go and take those great big hooks like for a clothesline pole. Oh, hook, yeah. And, you know, there are people like who a, do that. Or like a bike hook where you hang your bike yeah. on the wall, like something yeah. like that. Somebody could, I could see somebody doing that, somebody not realizing it. A little tiny cup hook. But anyway, it was it was funny to see. He said, stand by. <laughs> and then he logged back in his keystone. And, and, oh, and that's then, just funny. And disabled it. That's just funny. And he put it out there, like on the forum, saying, "Listen, I saw this. This is what yeah. I did." And he's being responsible. Well, that, but that at least he's being open about it and not, you yeah, know, kind of exactly. hiding behind what whatever viewer may or may not be able to do that kind of thing. So that was uh, that was kind of yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, we're going off on tangents. Oh, that's okay. hey, that's that's, that's what we do. That's what we do, right? Um, so contest. We kind of talked a little bit about this already. Um, so. At the start of the year, they had the, well, I guess both the finish of last year's Battle Cash uh, with a big event in Nova Scotia. I guess it's in Truro. This one's in Truro yeah. again this year at the end, yeah. So uh, they had a big kickoff for that. Even if I don't play, if I had the time off and somebody was going, like say somebody, like Jim was going down and yeah. looking for I'd, I'd love to go down just for the event. I think, yeah, I think uh, I would like to do the same thing just depending on, I think he already, I think it's been published. I think the event yeah. has been published. I, I haven't looked at it. And we're going to throw him a few... Uh, yeah, gonna few th- treats. To give yeah, away. gonna send uh, send along a few uh, a few giveaways to yep. uh, to Chuck sure. as well as to uh, to Gwen and Terry for the come out and play. Yep. Uh, you know, we over this last year, we'll talk about year in review. Over the last year, we were able to do some uh, some training sessions and team building exercises that actually brought some money in. So yeah, that's sort of outside of of geocaching. It's more GPS type training. And offering like uh, seminars to workplaces for yeah. um, team building exercises yeah, for team, workplaces. Yeah, so and they offered us money. We didn't ask. Yeah. They said, we want to pay you. So we <laughs> said, bring it on. Yeah, exactly. And and it was really fun. And we used geocaching to, to teach these team building things. Yeah, and that's that that's allowed us to have. I mean, there's no, you know, we're not rich or anything. <laughs> yeah. but a little bit of I just used uh, just paid for our uh, pay for our Apple developer account again, which drives me nuts. I have to pay for that every year, but it is what it is. Um, and I'm almost, I'm almost ready to retire that, but I have another plan for something else yeah, that yeah. Uh, that will come in useful for later down the road. But regardless, because we have a little bit of money, we can we can be able to to give away a few prizes, give away some lanyards, um, and yeah. whatever else we. That's uh, we that's can, the reason that we we want the money so that we can give this stuff away. Yeah. So not uh, not not to go out and buy ourselves. Yeah, we don't want to take the money in there and buy yourself some scotch, right? Yeah, or a couple of those, <laughs> was it Montana's or those new, yeah. what are the new ones? Oh, the uh, Monteras. Monta- yeah, we're not going to go do that. Unless we wanted to do that and give them away. <laughs> yeah. Again, right? That's a big prize to give away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so. so yeah. Contests you know, are rolling. Contests are rolling. Um, I'd like to change that up next year. Maybe yeah. try to come up with something new. We'll, we'll have to talk to people. We had mentioned having a, a, a kind of a, an event slash meeting where people come and give us some ideas so look for that in the future yeah yeah talk about uh what we're going to be because it's not just us we spearhead stuff but we really want everybody else to be part of it yeah yeah we can we, when we talk a, a little bit about it in the new year we yeah can, uh, we can yeah. Ch- touch on that a little bit and as far as what went on with cash up new brunswick this was kind of a i put that as a year in review just as as cash up in general uh i, I would think we had a pretty good year we've seen a, a dramatic rise in the amount of people that are coming onto the site through contests and through links and through 
partnership programs and more awareness. We've had people, yeah. you know, emailing us. Just got an email. Right out of the blue sometimes. Got an email from a guy yesterday from Germany. Wanted to, to include our uh, geocaching logs on his website and just, you know. Another another site, uh, CacheStats, is it? Yeah. Uh, There's somebody else that wants to link to us to share and and, and uh, promote our podcast. And our Cash site. Geek? Cash, yeah, it might be Geek Cash or Geek Cash, Cash Geek or something. Yeah, we, we, we have to contact them to find out what exactly they want to do. Their site is very um, similar, I guess, in ours, except that it's not specific. It's very, very broad and general, mm. all about caching, but it's similar. It's like a WordPress site. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll contact them to see. I don't anticipate any them having anything that we don't have. Yeah. But they might want to use some of our stuff, which is that's what we're here for. Yeah, and, you know, it was. I think it, it's gone really good. We, we managed to... Uh, promote ourselves a little bit more, get our hands into some other pies and stuff. So yeah. hopefully people are happy. If you're not, well, you tell us. <laughs> we can fix it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I would think it's uh, it's been a good year for us. And uh, There hasn't been any major changes. You know, you haven't changed the theme in a couple of years of the site. No, since the last time we did the launch. Because it's not. There's well, nothing really that needs to. No, exactly. Needs to change no. now. I think it's. Every once in a while. I don't want to be like Facebook and do an overhaul every week. And I know there's a lot of. Uh, I, a side note, there's a lot of people that do uh, side development for Facebook to use Facebook in, in their little world. And Facebook is constantly changing their code yeah. and breaking. There's a lot of apps and, and plugins that, for Facebook. Yeah. And, and Facebook, I know they complain because I use a couple that I really like. And they're constantly breaking because they're always changing their code. Yeah. That's that's one of, one of the unfortunate things is when you start to integrate with other systems, that as soon as they change something, it you breaks. Have, yeah, it and that's that's part of where I was going with this this GeoConnect news stuff that I want to share across multiple sites is uh, it will bring in Facebook feeds. So yeah. groups that are local to that particular region, we can include it. The problem is is that if the moment Facebook does anything to change it, all those are going to break, and, and you got to be very very careful with time trying to integrate. Me and Evil C had conversations about trying to find ways to, you know, there's a lot of people that are talking and hanging out on Facebook and, and part of these Facebook groups, they don't know anything about Cash Up NB just because they're yeah. that's the only thing they focus on is Facebook. So how to draw those people in, but it's once again, if you, you connect the two in certain ways, the whole thing blows up when Zuckerberg decides, oh well today we're gonna change it all again. So it makes it, it makes it a little harder to create that. Yep. You know, because I don't want everybody just going to Facebook. You know, I don't want to have just a Cash Up Facebook page because everybody does that. You know, that's kind of why we have all this unique stuff that we have or yeah. things that we do. So A lot of people use their Facebook for different things, not geocaching. Yeah. There's a lot of geocachers that don't use Facebook or have Facebook but never go on it. But they will specifically go to Cash Shop or geocaching.com or, or ACG or wherever they go Yeah, for their geocaching fix. And the other thing, too, is the thing about Facebook is the fact that you're tied to your real name. And most of us know each other. Yeah. But some geocachers, I can imagine, are a little bit less, you know, prominent, not prominent, but a little shyer and may not want to, people to know who they really are. They're yeah. okay communicating via their geocaching name, but they're not interested in letting the whole, all their geocaching buddies know, oh, these exactly. are pictures of my family and this is other yeah, stuff. Exactly. It's, so it's, it's not the right place to do it. It's, it's, it's okay for the, for the few people that do want to use it. Yeah, but it's not okay for everybody. It really yeah. isn't. Yeah. So, cool. So that having been said, so all in all, I'd say 2013 was a good year. We'll yeah. talk a little bit about what, uh, what we want to do for 2014 uh, a little bit later. 
Um, you want to talk about your uh, your mobile thing you were talking about earlier? Yeah. Well, you had brought this up, and, 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 and I was researching some stuff, and this has come up in the past, and I mentioned I brought it up on Catch Up. I think I put a post on there mm. about uh, users that don't exist. On, on They have ver- a non-verified account, and they've got hundreds of fines, and they keep publishing the same log, yeah, generic log, or dots, or blanks. And um, I wanted to find out what, what the problem was. And there's a lot of talk on geocaching.forum, and, it's, and it went right to the top, like the top people at, at GroundSpeak oh, were yeah. involved in this discussion. And I read quite a bit of it. And um, a lot of people are really upset with people using the app for free to find X number of caches. Okay. And because they're not going on to geocaching.com to verify it, you can't contact them. There's no way to – they don't exist. They're finding caches, but their account doesn't show up. It's, it's an it's a unverified account. Hmm. Okay. You can't contact them because there's no email. They're not, they're, they're not understanding the game because their only view of geocaching is an app. They see uh, geocaching okay, as an app. Yeah, it's all mobile stuff. They don't understand how to use a GPS. They don't know about a proper GPS. They don't know about the site. They don't know about a lot of information. Only information they have is what they see in the app. Hmm. And I'm pretty sure the app doesn't have a lot of the how-tos, a lot of the no. discussion, a lot about explaining how attributes work. About yeah, you know, they don't. They're not reading other people's logs. They're not going on the listings and reading the logs on the <coughs> listing, probably because they don't. They, they're just barely logging what they've hmm. got. There's been a lot of heat coming back on GroundSpeak up from people like us who pay our $30 a month yeah. or a year and go to the site and are doing our best and trying to keep up and stuff. And there were some stats that they put out, and I have to pull out this piece of paper. And then this, this is just – I never would have thought. This was roughly for the month of October. Okay. Past. Um, and somebody asked about how prevalent, how, how much of a problem is this? And how many people are using this app without doing it, without registering or anything? Uh, for the month of October, there was 7,203,887 total logs. Fine logs, attended logs, okay, positive yeah. logs, not DNFs, yeah. anything like notes. So 7.2 million logs. There was 20,239 logs from the app that were the default log that the person didn't make any attempt found it, and sent the generic. Really? So it doesn't seem like a lot. It's not even 3.3%. Hmm. Um, but it's 20,239 times where somebody has found a cache and not known, not cared, was unaware, was ignorant of really how the game works and how wow. important logging is. That's Again, it's it's small, but I've, we've seen it. I've oh, absolutely. Them. Yeah. I get them here. I get the dots are just the, yeah. the occasional space logs. Well, we talk about that. During that time, there was 7,782 blank or dot logs in that one month. Wow. That's, so, so that's even, worldwide, I assume. Yeah, that's, that's, that's system-wide. And that's all from people using the app for free, not paying anything, not contributing, and not really knowing. They're ignorant of it. Hmm. I'm not saying they're bad people, but... There are people that are just saying, oh, what's this cool thing? And they're playing with it, but they don't stick with it. They never visit geocaching.com. They mm-hmm. really don't know. And now these people go and find four or five. I don't even. I don't know if you can hide from from the app. 
I don't think I you don't can think hide you a can. catch. I think it's only finding. So here's people that 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 don't understand the hiding part of it. They may not know. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, it's just interesting how Groundspeak is allowing this. I'm going to call it a loophole to allow people to play the game that really don't know how to play the game. So have they said anything? Like if they come, they're back working on it. This is something they think they're, they've been discussing for a while. They know it's an issue. They're trying to figure it out. They want to have the app out there. They want people to be able to try it for free. They don't want people to have to They realize that some of these people will probably disappear. Most of them will probably disappear and never do it again. Yeah. Some of them will. And some of them don't even realize it and don't know. It could take months before they figure out what's mm -hmm. going on. Like, yeah. You, you could find... Thousands of caches with never ever logging onto geocache. So, so these people are now are they using the free app? Or a, they're they're the, calling it a free app, hmm. and I don't understand because I have the paid app, so I don't know what a free app looks like. See, now it's been a long time since I looked, but the last time I they looked, gave you five. The free app gave you five caches, yeah. but it didn't matter where. You, once you hit find, you always got the same five caches every time, no matter where yeah, you were. It, it has to be different now. Yeah, there's got to be something because there's, there's problems that people are having. With it, and I don't have free app. I, I I don't know if there's a. I didn't even look to see if there was a different app that's out there because I think it's called Introduction to Geocaching. I think is the name of it. I'm, I'm logging and maybe on it's the, maybe the it's uh, but uh, it, it's hmm. it's allowing it's basically a little bit of a loophole. Not that big of a deal, but for you and I who pay our thirty dollars a year, it's not that big. of a Big financially, but no, but I, I'm, I'm contributing. I'm paying. I'm, I'm part of it. Yeah, and I'm I'm paying for that service. I mean, they're they're using the app doesn't take away from my service. No, but they're at the same time. It's kind of like these are people that are getting introduced to the to the sport, hobby, whatever you want to call it, geocaching, yeah. and not quite getting it. They're just it, it's I, I can I kind of see both sides because from Groundspeak's point of view. They want, at the end of the day, the only reason why the app exists is because people have asked for it, and two, they can drive revenue by selling the full-paid version of the app, and they can get people to, at some point or another, sign up for a free mem uh, a premium membership. But those are yeah. only the ones that are going to stick through. So if you're talking, you know, how whatever your stats, how many users that translates into, yeah. right, out of those 20,000 logs, how many users is, does that actually come out to? And if you take that number, how what percentage of them actually decide to become and, and is, it, is it really a problem where there was twenty thousand two hundred thirty nine default log, logs in a month out of we're, seven? What did you say? Seven, seven million? Seven point two million? Yeah. Uh, again, yes, it's a problem that is happening even once, but it's still the, the fraction of logs in comparison to that twenty thousand very seven point two million is a very small number. I read this on the forum, and I love how one guy calls it. He says, I would agree that the app creates what I call seagull cashers. They swoop in, make a racket, poop everywhere, and then fly away. <laughs> and you know what? It does create. Yeah, it is true. We've seen that in yeah. the past where people have come in all gung-ho. They come in, they do all this stuff, and it's terrible what they do, and then they disappear. Yeah. And he's a good friend of mine, and I'm still going to say his name, GeoRider was a good example of that. He came in and loved it. Thought it was a great idea. Didn't quite get the full concept of how everything worked. And yeah. had issues with how he was hiding, where he was hiding, and stuff. And because of that, he got a lot of flack from people. 
and he got pooped on. Yeah. And he disappeared, and he got out of the game. And he's a really nice guy, and I really like him, but he just didn't he, he, he didn't do it right. Yeah, it did. And there's probably a lot of catchers that are like him that because uh, we see that even outside of the app, you see all these newbie cashers who most most people that start into it, yeah. there's like a big rush of it. They do it for a little while. They get bored and they walk okay, well, away. Here's another stat. In February of 2010, just before the smartphones came out with, with the app, yeah, there was approximately 3 million geocaching accounts. Okay, okay. 3 million in February 10. As of today, which was November, early November, and this came from... I, I can't see. Somebody who's in the know. There are 8.4 million. <laughs> so 5 million geocache yeah. accounts yeah. created. So and far. how many of those were created because of smartphone apps? I, mm. I'd venture at least a half. Yeah, you're probably Because right. of an app. How many people do we see at events show up with their iPhone or their, or their Android or their tablet and say, can you help me out with this? Yeah. And they don't. They don't own a GPS. Well, and, just your, and a lot of them, two or three hundred finds before they actually get your uh, your coffee event. Tiger Tracker was talking to a guy there that was trying to use his, uh, his phone. Yep. For uh, for geocaching. Exactly, and I, he wanted help, and then he had an iPhone. Yeah. And I said, "Well, all I can tell you is go get this app or that app." Yeah. When it comes to that, I can't help you. I'm sure I could. Uh, yeah, I, I could. I understand mm -hmm. it enough. The the actual. Mm -hmm. This is what the generic log looks like. I found this cache with the intro to geocaching app. TFTC. Hmm. That's have, that's the log that Groundspeak is putting out. It's very generic. I've seen that log yeah. on my So that's sure. somebody who's using the phone and just says, oh, I found it, and just putting out that app. Not knowing, probably, some of them, that you could write your own yeah. app. You could talk about it. You can, you can have a, you know, tell a little story. So I guess the, the question that I would put is, is that, that to me is education. That's somebody that doesn't understand that there's a certain there's a certain etiquette, shall yeah. we say, that goes behind this kind of thing. So, how do you how do you solve that problem where they go out, they buy the app, they want to try it, but they don't know all these rules? Like, how do you? Well, how about you get the app and it explains stuff to you, but the app just won't give you the coordinates until you register. Okay, and go, go through a little how-to session with. But it. think about it. Think about it from your perspective. If you go to if you go to the store, Google Play or the App Store yeah, for the iPhone, yeah. and you, you're like, oh, well, this looks kind of neat, and you download the app. You think about the average person when they launch that app, yeah. right? If the app is going to sit – if it were me, if, if it were me and I had to sit there through some tutorial, I would close the tutorial, delete the app, and never bother. It's $10. But who's – why are people downloading it? No, no, no. And $10 is expensive but the, for an app. The, the, intro to, the intro is free. Oh, that's right. Right. Because the it's free. The, the yeah. intro one is free. So if it was $10, i am not going to just delete it. But the intro one, if the intro one is free and it says, all right, you must – you know, here's – it's a minute. 60 seconds long. You could, you could do a whole thing on the basics of geocaching in 60 seconds. Like just really, really that little video they have, they could put that in there. So, you, but the thing is, is that most people they're gonna launch it, and you think about what happens when you go and watch a YouTube video, and you get one of those advertisements. What's the first thing you're waiting for? You're waiting to hit that skip button. Exactly. And that's, I think that's the problem that you would have is if you put, if you force them to watch this, well, people are just gonna there's, either. There's gotta be a way. Now, I don't know the answer. Force them through the step, the proper steps at the very first one. It's free. Hey, when they go, found it. They get to the first cache and they click found it. 
it opens up something that they yeah. have to go through. Or like, yeah, if they when they when they I mean, go to do their log, it says here and it gives you a screen that, explaining what this is. Yeah, and I, I I think that there's some merit to that. My problem with that is the fact that once again you'll have people that'll go, oh, it's just, a, and they'll they'll just tap through it. So you might get a third to a half that actually read the screen, maybe less than that, it's hard to say. And you'd still end up with, although you're reducing the number, you're not really solving the problem. You're still... They should combine... Here's an idea. I just invented the best thing ever. Here I go again. They should combine that app with some properties from where I go. So, okay, here's your first cache. You're going to go here. And when you get within 30 meters of it, it knows the coordinates because it's mm -hmm. using your GPS. And it pops up, hey... You're within 30 meters of this cache. Are you getting excited? Tell your little story. Oh, now, okay. don't expect your phone to bring you to 0, 0.0. Don't expect the cache to be right out in plain view. Okay? Give them some point. Mm. And, and, and ooh, got to interact. Inter okay. Now, start looking. And then they got to go and look and give them some. When and, they, and when they say, fine, boom, it pops like a where I go. Little discussion. They go through it. You know, force them through that's, it. Now, see, that's... That's kind of like hold your hand through the process. Just of for the first one. For the first one. That's right? not, that's not then, such a bad and idea. And then at the very end, when you're done, it says, now, go to geocaching.com to activate your account to remove a nag screen. Yeah. Put a nag screen on it. Yeah, that would work. There's nothing wrong with a nag screen. As much as there's there's people that still have probably a thousand day old <laughs> GSAC nag screen in their GSAC version four, right? There's, there's still people that won't pay that $20 and... Um, you know, I downloaded the beta for eight when it first came out. Yeah. The free beta. I haven't upgraded yet. It works fine for me. Does it still work? I don't need all those extra features. GSAC for me is a way to put things into my GPS. Yeah. And I don't even need it anymore because I can just drag the GPX folder right in. Yeah, that's so true. So I'm, I'm still using the beta version. <laughs> so, but you know, there there are ways around it. I, I think yeah. I think that uh, hopefully they're working on. Well, it. that's what I was going to say. If if, if Grant speaks aware of it, then maybe they maybe they're having. Well, they must be having the same kind of discussion. We're having the best ways to to curb that because I think I think just the nature of mobile, you will never completely get rid of that. And for some of the some of the folks on the forums, that's not good enough. And mm -hmm. that's let them well, yeah, yeah. let them gripe. And but you can <laughs> if you can curb it by fifty to seventy percent. If you could, even if you could yeah. cut it in half. Yep. That's at least better than what you have today. Yep. Right. So then, and again, like you said, I got it from the form site, which is full of <laughs> hardcore geocachers, really. And you'll see that on every site. Go look at a YouTube video. Look at the <laughs> Geocaching is whole. Oh. Calm. You know, it's yeah. not like Reddit. Yeah. The discussion on Reddit seems to be so much better than anywhere More else. More civilized, perhaps. It's very, very witty. <laughs> cool. Well, that's that's really interesting to know. So now, so now, when we're done this podcast, I'm going to go on the App Store and try the intro one just to see what it's all about. Yeah, and, and it might explain a little bit of why we're getting you'll get those logs, why you're going to get blank logs, and why you might not be able to contact because hmm. a cashier maybe will say something in their log, get to the point where they they're typing their own log out and say something where you have a question. Yeah, yeah, to them, and you can't get a hold of them yeah. because they're because you can't get in touch with them. And, you know, this person might have a legitimate question, and you can't, because they don't even know they have to go and verify their yeah, account. Yeah, it's true. Because they've been using it for months and maybe forgot. It's just on their, their phone. They're not thinking anything about it. Yeah. And they don't realize what, what's available online. We'll never find Cash Up NB. Never find Cash Unless they yeah. see the logo at the bottom, and they wouldn't even know what that is. Well, anyway. 
you know, if you hit the description, the images yeah. will show up. Yeah. If they yeah. happen to yeah. see that, whether it was that or ACGA or a contest or whatever. And how many of these 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 app catchers are just are, are just going, oh, go to, and yeah. not reading anything. Yeah. And don't even realize, they just, they love the, the art of finding it. They yeah. don't care what it is. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. All right, cool. That's so, something to, to, to talk about. Yeah, keep that in uh, in mind. If uh, And if we see changes, if you see changes in the app, right? Or if you're talking to somebody who's, you're bringing mm. a muggle in. Yeah. And, you know, a, a friend or family member, and you tell them to get the app. Make sure you tell them, once you get the app, you got to go online. Yeah. Or even better, go online first, learn what geocaching is. Download the app and log in. Well, we app. kind of talk a little bit about that when we do our intro sessions, like yeah. at, the, at some of the places saying that, look, you really, it, it's about finding, but there's this whole other online piece that you really should be aware and, of. And we've got something coming up. We're going to tell you how our way to fix yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. we're uh, we're getting closer to our... Uh, I get to talk a lot this month. Come up on the, uh, the one mm -hmm. hour here. Um, coin challenges. This was our last topic, so we'll, we'll do this. Uh, this one, yeah, this won't take too long. We were talking about this yesterday, um, and it had uh, more so to do with, uh, you know, kind of the future of coin challenges. And so many people out there are doing, you know, go out and find six caches, you get a free coin. Uh, there's Fundy, Capturing the Bay, the Fredericton. Well, the with the John. exception of, of Funday Park and, and the town of Riverview, nobody's really repeated. Yes. They've all been one-offs. Yeah, it is true. Because you had uh, the St. John Exhibition this year, uh, the Fredericton Geo Tour, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, March the 104 was another one. Uh, and a lot of those are just going to be one-offs. Yeah, yeah. Which is perfectly fine. Oh, yeah. And it's, 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 that was, and so those ones are fine. And that's when we were having the conversation about. with the other ones. Yeah, with the, specifically with the Riverview ones. And we were kind of saying, you know, is this, is it getting, you know, because Mom and Pa said, as you were saying, and you know, agree. It's a completely, completely legitimate point to say, look, you know, hey, love the coin, going to see the same places all over again, and we're, we're kind of because of where we are, because of where Riverview is, it's it's you're, small, you're and small, and trying to cycle those those things over. So, is there a, do people let's put it to the to the audience, you know, do you guys enjoy doing the coin series even though you're going to the same spots, or would you rather see that sort of retired and something new put in, or how would you you know, what's the best way to sort of continue that, to continue to promote geocaching, but not necessarily send you to the same six, five or six spots but, over and over again? Yeah, I know. And there's only so much room in Riverview. I'm running out of spots, and people are, are taking my spots. <laughs> um, two days before, I had to hide Buk when showed up, took my spots. But that's okay, because they're not technically my spots. That's why I sort of oh, hold on to them. And that's kind of the reason I'm archiving and reusing is because... I have to reserve a spot because I'm running out. Yeah. I just, if I was to remove them all, then other people are going to swoop in, and then I'm really in trouble. Yeah. And, and we'll just stop doing it. We won't be physically able to. And I don't think anyone's, uh, and I, we, we mentioned my father, they're not complaining. He's just no, like, no, 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 no. This is a point really made. And it's true, and I agree. I feel bad. I drive down, I don't know how many times I've driven down around the marina and the ballpark and, and the soccer fields recycling. That must be six times I've, I've had a cash yeah, sure. down there. And around the Chocolate River Station, I've had a bunch there. Dobson Trail. I'm going to be back on the Dobson Trail for the winter. We're putting up five caches. I, I suppose it's coming up. I'm going to put out five caches for our, our winter coin. And then we're going to have an event. This is all in February. And I, I really want to use the Snowshoe Trail in the Dobson. Why not? Yeah. I mean, it's winter. That's what winter caching is about. Yeah, so. absolutely. And the urban, the urban places are really hard to get to in the wintertime. 
because, yeah, because true. of piles of snow and because of just access issues and stuff, it's hard to do. So yeah, I, I'm. We made a commitment with the. Uh, I made a commitment yesterday with the town of Riverview to always do Sunfest. We're going to carry yep. on with the summer one. We may drop the fall, the harvest, and the winter one, just because I don't want people to tire of it. I don't want people to say, "Oh." And the last Sunfest coins were gone in an hour, and harvest we ordered extra, and there's still forty or fifty left. Yeah. So. <coughs> it is. People aren't. There's a big rush, and then it just it's dead because yeah. oh, I've been to review. I got. I, I don't want to go there and get that coin, or I don't know. So anyway, yeah, and I think if you you have one a year, it's a little bit more. Yeah, it's. it's a, I don't want to use the term precious, but it's a little bit more unique. It's a little bit, even though you're doing it every year, it's it's a, you you only get the one chance, so to but speak. But things to need it. to change anyway. It's only, it's only natural. Things yeah. evolve. It's, it's yeah. just an evolution of, of this. And just to let people know that it's probably going to evolve to one a year. Yeah. And, and that's fine. And that, and that, yeah, so, I mean, keep kind of... So we're going to be doing... We're, we did Harvest. We're going to do the winter one this year, and then we'll... The next one, will be, on after this, we're going to do Sunfest, and then there won't be a, a fall or winter one. We're just going to stick with the summer one. That one seems to get the most, you know, the most interest. Yeah, yeah. So... So keep that in mind. Um, let's let's just talk uh, about some upcoming events. We can talk a little bit about that, and that's going to yeah, kind of yeah, roll pretty much ties up what we want into to do the uh, into the new year. So as always, breakfast at the Wazoo that never changes. Um, ice walk, Mom and Pa published their ice walk. It's going to be February, March first, March first, March first. So uh, so keep your uh, your eyes open for that. You're uh, you know, it's a big event. Lots of people go. I think they get the hall again this year. I did. They must, yes. Um, and uh, so expect, depending on the ice conditions, you probably expect them to archive what's on Shediaka Island and replace them because I think they said they were due for that. So it wouldn't surprise me if those caches disappear. Completely? I, 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 I don't know, but I, I got the feeling from one of the conversations we had at yeah. some other event that they were talking about removing those ones because I think it's like on a two-year two -year cycle I think they were doing them. Uh, taking them off and putting some new ones back on. I don't know for sure. You can ask well, them. Well, they might as well. I mean, it's no different than what I do in Riverview. Yeah, exactly. So, so there's no coin. And, and people, but people like to do that trek. That's the whole point of the ice walk, whether it's Shediac. It's more, it's more of the challenge of the finding as opposed to getting a coin. Yeah, exactly. How many people can say they've walked out <laughs> to Shediac? Yeah, and that's, that's the big draw. Yeah, that's the big draw. Plus all the food and the big party. And, and, you, get, <laughs> and you get the sea paw. Yeah, so... Uh, there's a Groundhog Day event coming up, which has been published for quite a while now. I think that's going on in Fredericton. Yep. Uh, there's two uh, re-gifting events. I only put the one here, but I saw them when I was looking. What there's, do you mean by that? Explain. So they're doing like uh, it's it's one of the. I didn't look completely at all the listings, but what it looks like, I've heard of the Yankee re-gifting before, where the gifts you don't like at Christmas, okay, you re-gift them to somebody else. So a whole bunch of people get together and they take all the gifts that they didn't want from Christmas and then they re-gift them to each other. So, you know, you oh, got an actual gift. Yeah, actual, like a present okay. you got from Christmas or whatever. So things you didn't, you know. Socks or underwear. You got things you don't want, you know. And you could, you could give them to somebody else who may want them. And you can you can kind of swap right. that. So I think there's two of them that are going on um, this month. I saw one of them that was from Coop Squared. I can't remember who the other one is. But there are two sort of gift swap events. I think it was two years ago I said I wanted to do a cash swap event. Yeah, I remember. Everybody brings a cash and, yeah. and we swap out. And yeah. So, we could still do that maybe in the spring or something. Um, so, so keep your eyes open for that. Uh, you can go and uh, look in the calendar to see uh, the specific listing. 
there's a New Year's event which is going on tonight. Yes. <laughs> so by the time you've listened to this podcast, it's probably already, it's already happened. happened. Yes. Right. Um, but yeah, there's I think it was Tree Hugger and I'm really connect. We're having basically a New Year's Eve party uh, for geocachers. So it's kind of cool. Um, I saw this other one. It says, "How many days you've been caching?" So they're having a little. It's you like know how a, many actual days is the five thousandth. 5,000th day of caching is coming up. Yeah, I, I heard yeah. about that. I, I don't know what date is, but I know it's coming. Hopefully it hasn't passed yet. And uh, that's what, uh, I think that's where this is coming from, because they said, I don't know if it was a coffee event or a restaurant event. I think it's like a coffee event of some kind. Um, and so, you know, whether you've been caching for five days or 500 days, come on out and, uh, yeah. and share your stories. Um 10-year anniversary oh, of Earth Caching. Yeah. I saw that come through on the newsletter. Yeah, I saw that as well. Um, so there's, I think that is, uh, what's his name? Ranger. I think Ranger 170, is it? Yeah. I, I, think that's, is. I think that's his event. He's got something coming up. Um, you know, I could be mistaken. Forgive me if I have that wrong. Um, but there's definitely uh, an Earth Caching event coming up. Uh, there's also the Earth Cache Mega this year. Uh, which I can't remember what it's going to be, but it's, it's going to be far away because it was close last time. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to really, be far this really time. close uh, this year. Uh, yeah, last time. And so we were talking about this yesterday. The last one I have on, on events, we haven't listed it yet, um, but this is kind of more to our, our topic. That's what got me on this topic. Yeah. So uh, for mobile to more, uh, basically a we want to have an event uh, probably you know the first quarter of uh, of the year to kind of talk about going from why you would go from working with a mobile device like your Android, your iPhone, your BlackBerry, yeah. your uh, giant, huge, you know, old school cell phone, whatever you might or have. A tablet. I've seen people cash with tablets. <laughs> tablets, yeah. Um, why you would want to tr go from one of those types of devices to a dedicated GPS like uh, a Garmin or a Magellan. And I know, uh, I know uh, Ninja Jedi. They cash he, him and Lex Mazu cashed the iPhone yeah. for a long time mm -hmm. and he went he finally bought an e-trax and that's what he was cashing with now and so it's kind of like what why do you want to do that and what what are the advantages what are the, the reasons why you should put the money out because it's easy enough you already have a phone it's easy enough to pay the 10 bucks for an app and if you decide yeah. to skip out on it that's fine and when I started geocaching in 2006 or seven. To get a GPS was 300 bucks, and this still is for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. But now you can get the, the little E-Tracks or the uh, Explorers GC for, mm. for a, sometimes on sale for 100 bucks. Yeah. And yes, $100 is a lot for some people, but if you're caching with your phone enough to to, uh, to, to, to really enjoy it and to come to an event to learn about how yeah. to, you're going to spend that $150, $200, $300 to yeah, get one. So we want to try to, to help these people that are, and hopefully they'll find mm -hmm. out, They'll see it. It, it to come out and say, "Okay, I've enjoyed caching with my phone. I'm ready to take the next step." So we can help them. We can guide yeah. them. Have people there to explain. Yeah, your phone. You can still use your phone. Don't give up on your phone because I still use it all mm. the time. But you know, it's just this is how you should advance. How you should go. So yeah, because I mean, there's there's definitely there's some aspects of caching with your phone that you can't match with a GPS. The, um, the, the the live feature. The live fe and that's, being able that's to go and check live logs. And that's and. What I was going to say is, like, when I was just in on the road there a couple weeks ago, when I was driving back to the airport, I knew that there was a letterbox cache near where I had been working, and the batteries on my GPS were dead, and I'm like, I really, I, I, I need the fresh air, because I was feeling quite sick. Yeah. So I, I stopped the car, I did a, a find with my geocaching app, and it was right there, so I, I navigated all, there was a little bridge over this little brook, so it was under the bridge. No trolls. Um... 
and found the cash really, really easily. And so that doing that, you know, you're somewhere you don't know, you didn't yeah. expect to be there and you want to go look perfect. Um, but then there's other reasons, be better reasons why having a, a real handheld unit can be better for you. So, yeah. So we're going to discuss that. At this yeah. Event. So, uh, mm -hmm. look for that to come out in the next, probably in a couple of, uh, well, in the next month or so we'll have that published. And that really brings us to the end, which is plans for 2014. Well, we just talked about one of them. Uh, we've already talked about uh, Fundy. Yep. That was pretty much on track. We have, um, what else did we have? Fundy was on track. Uh, mobile event. Um, I know that I had talked about trying to get a coin made this year, but with vacations and schedules and Christmas and lots of kind, it just yeah, it just kind of got tabled. Um, so and it might still get tabled for a little while. Yeah, my I, my hope. I'm not going to promise. I, I really, really, honestly wanted to have it this year, um, but there is a financial aspect. You got to be able to fork out the money to get the coins made. And um, I, I took a big trip this year, which you know hit the pocketbook pretty hard. So uh, we'll see about trying to. Uh, well, we, we can always do a pre-sale. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's things like that. But I And the other thing was is it couldn't come up with a, a design that I was really, really keen on. Um, I still really am – I'm really, really on the shaped coin. I want one yeah. in the shape of the province. Um, but there's – the making a, a coin in a certain shape is one thing. Trying to find a design that will look nice on that shape is a whole other thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> not a big fan of the – I'm going to call it the enamel or the colored – Almost looks like plastic in a coin. Oh yeah, I, I like a nice engraved mm. relief. Yep. you know, a coin with that's carved in, and yep. you get the relief and shadow. I I like that. I, I think it's a lot classic. It doesn't look so chintzy. Yeah, and so I, uh, I I like that idea. But then again, now you're might be getting into money, but well, and that that's just it. Trying to figure out what well, it those is. things are all hand friggin' painted. I can't believe it. Yeah. So if a machine is doing it, it must be easier for them. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I I don't want to say for sure, but I, I really do want to say that I am I am committed to really trying hard to uh, to getting a cash up coin made for uh, for 2014. Well, we got the you're putting your race back on this year. Yeah, the race will be so on. That's gonna take some time. That'll be uh, yeah, that'll be more a little bit more challenging with the amount of travel I'm doing because it's it's harder to to try and plan that. So I'm like on my time when I'm on the road and I'm not doing anything, I'm like gonna start making notes and, and trying to figure out as much as I can because it's. It's not. You're gonna. You're gonna have. And, and I know this is hard for you because you like being in control. You may have to give up. You know, rely on other people <laughs> for certain aspects well, of your. There's certain. I know you become on your wife for a lot, but you know, yeah. there are people out there that can. Help. Oh, and and you know, and, and, there there are there are some things that I I I have no problem relinquishing and letting somebody I else know, do. But I know. And there's other things that there's just no there's way. No way. It's gonna happen. happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. There, uh, there'll be a race. Well, that's not cash up news, but it is. Uh, there will be a race. I think it was the 9th, 8th, August 8th, I think was the date. I already released the date on the Facebook page. Yeah. It's the first Saturday after the long weekend. Yeah. Um, we were talking about uh, possibly doing some kind of a, not a contest, but sort of like a summer challenge thing, like maybe some things. Some, that, some fun stuff. No yeah. prizes involved. Just just a, a little fun little summer yeah, challenge type some, thing. Some summer uh, little. We might activities. come up with something like that just for fun. Yes. Yeah, so uh, bragging rights type. Thing. Yeah, keep your uh, keep your eyes peeled out for that, and uh, and I would I would I won't say for what anything more, but I will say we have uh, some big news to announce within the next couple of months. 
Um, so keep your ears peeled. Those yeah. with keen eyes may have already figured it out. Um, but beyond that, um, here's the hoping for a really good 2014. Well, stretched in a few hours. <laughs> it's true. What are we now? It's like what? It's three o'clock. Three o'clock. Yeah. Three o'clock and three. See, see, we got an exciting life. <laughs> Yeah, so at least at least I'm on vacation. I've been enjoying the fact that I'm I'm here in my pajama bottom sitting here having the podcast. So. Yeah, I've been sitting here staring at him with Angry Birds pants on. It's, it's pretty rough. So but at least he's wearing pants this time. Yeah, at least I'm wearing pants. You know, I could be uh, not wearing. I've never done a podcast with no pants on. So uh, as always, if you have any comments, suggestions. Flames, marriage proposals, whatever it might be, feel free to put it in the comments section. Yeah. I wonder whatever happened to that marriage proposal that we were, that the fellow was working on North. I never did find out. Oh, yeah, with the geocaching yeah, thing. I yeah. was emailing it back and forth, and I never did hear it. I should try to look that up and find out. Side note, yeah, you talk about marriage proposals. <laughs> so, uh, we haven't had a geo wedding in a while. We did a big geo wedding. I think last time was Inspector Gadgets. That was a while ago. Yeah, that's the true. The last big geo wedding. Geo wedding. Hmm. Not a lot of, uh, not a lot of, Couples, well, there's some, but not. Well, there, there are couples that aren't there, married. They're already coupled. Yes. <laughs> so, cool. All right. Well, have yourself a uh, happy new year. Yes, sure. We'll be back in uh, January or February, probably late January, with uh, the latest news and uh, all of our regular ramblings that you're you've come to love and enjoy. Goodbye. Bye.